Out of Stigma's Shadow is a podcast where young people talk openly and honestly about their struggles with mental health. A note here for sensitive listeners, some of these stories include mentions of self-harm and suicidal thoughts, and they may be emotionally challenging, painful, or difficult to hear. Discretion and self-care are advised. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance crisis, you can always dial 988 for connection to free 24-7 confidential support. Here's Emily's story. My name is Emily, and I'm 27 years old. I'm a student studying Family and Human Services at Towson University. When I was like a freshman in high school, I was struggling a lot. My parents were having a lot of issues. My mom always struggled with her own mental health and physical health. So that was definitely the beginning of my own self-awareness of what was happening inside my own brain. I never wanted to go to school and it wasn't just like a normal like oh boo I don't want to go to school type of situation it was like I physically couldn't like bring myself to get up in the mornings to go to school and interact with people and like turn my brain on to do work so that was like the first big indicator where like going to school brought me like so much anxiety and nobody like my family didn't really understand that which made it worse and they like would reprimand me for that and make me feel bad about, like... And they thought that I was just being lazy, that I just didn't want to go to school, but I just, like, physically felt like I couldn't go. I can only describe it as kind of like a like a weird sense of dread. And I think now, I can, looking back, I can understand why I felt that way, because my mother had so many, um, like, psychological and physical issues. And... When I was at that age, you know, I have two older sisters. They were um, kind of older doing their own thing at this time, and my dad worked full time. So there was nobody else left to take care of her but me. So I kind of subconsciously felt this need to, like, be there for her 24-7 to take care of her. So the thought of even leaving to go to school, like, just made me feel ill myself. Because what if something happened to her and there was nobody there to support her or help her? She's had a lot of health issues throughout my entire life, and she definitely struggled with a lot of of mental health, too. She spent some time in Shepherd Pratt, and I strictly remember this day when I was in um, second grade, and it was just me and my mom. Both my sisters were at school. My dad was at work, and she was having a panic attack, like, literally on the floor, like, pulling out her hair, and I, as a second grader, had to call 911. And that was very traumatizing. And then so when the paramedics got there um, and my uncle came, he still took me to school. So like after all of that, um, I still had to go to school. And so I spent that whole day there just like freaking out about like, um, is my mom okay? Is she even alive? Like what just happened? And so I think that's what stuck with me through the years and then like, being in high school, like, oh, I have to go to school. What if something happens to my mom? Like, I can't be here for eight hours. But I didn't have the words for it, and I couldn't process, like, the trauma I'd been through as a young child as being, like, kind of a factor that played in all of that. You know, so I was, like, drinking and doing drugs recreationally and stuff like that that kind of just made everything 
worse. I eventually dropped out of high school. I just couldn't do it anymore. And my parents were going through their own stuff where they were like almost separating. And it was just me and my sisters basically at home all the time. And my eldest was, you know, she was 21. So she had her own life. So it was just me and my middle sister kind of taking care of each other. Um, And so I dropped out of high school and I just went and got my GED from Harvard Community College. There was one time when I did get prescribed Xanax for my anxiety to like help me go to school or just like live my life. And um, I did take a little bit too many one, one time not to I don't think to like kill myself I think I just really wanted the attention from my mom to like be on me instead of on her um and then after that they did put me in like a an outpatient program at Shepherd Pratt to kind of like why is she doing this why is she acting this way and um so yeah that was like the one of those times I did do a lot of talk therapy for a while. Um, it is quite difficult these days to find really accessible and affordable mental health care. And it's really hard to find a good therapist or a psychiatrist that you can connect with that's actually trying to help you. Um, so that has been a struggle in and of itself. But I wouldn't say that I am as anxiety ridden as I was when I was in high school. It's definitely gotten better and also just going through different experiences that um, have brought on other mental health issues like depression and so I mean it's gotten better but also that sometimes a little worse as well it's an ongoing battle I think even today it's still really difficult for people to talk about mental health and like the reality of it. I mean, I grew up and my my dad never really believed in anxiety or mental health, you know. Um, it wasn't something that he thought was real. And I think even today he still has a hard time processing that. I, he definitely struggles with um, a lot of anger management issues himself um, that I don't, I think maybe he's sought help with, but not, I know he isn't now. Um, but it's just really important for people to know that they're not alone and that the things that they're struggling with are they're real and they're valid and um you deserve to have good mental health care to help you process and and grow from it please please don't ever feel like you're a burden to anybody and just reach out to anybody that you know whether it's a family or a friend or even a stranger Um, please tell somebody that you're going through something because um, nine times out of ten they've either been there themselves or um, they can sympathize and offer a helping hand or or just listen to you and I think that's the most helpful to just have somebody just listen to you and hold your hand while you cry or whatever it is that you need to do and um, don't feel bad about that because it's really normal 
and it can be really cathartic at the same time. So you're not alone and don't be afraid to ask for help ever. You've been listening to Out of Stigma's Shadow, a podcast that's part of an initiative to combat barriers to seeking behavioral health care by raising awareness, increasing visibility, and ending stigma surrounding mental health and substance use disorders. Out of Stigma's Shadow is a partnership of Jewish Community Services, Catholic Charities, MedStar Health, NAMI Metropolitan Baltimore, and Behavioral Health System Baltimore. Additional support for this project was provided by the Marilyn and David Karp Philanthropic Fund, Mitchell David Endowment Fund, and Joan G. Klein Fund for Substance Use Disorders. Music for Out of Stigma's Shadow comes from Blue Dot Sessions. I'm Aaron Henkin. I produce the podcast. Thanks for listening, and be well.